it's here. Peloton's best offer of the season. Get up to $300 off accessories when you purchase a Peloton tread. Choose from accessories like a heart rate monitor, non-slip grip dumbbells, yoga blocks, and more. If you've been looking for a sign to join Peloton, this offer gives you everything you need to get going. Hurry, Peloton's best offer of the season is here, but not for long. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access memberships separate. Limited time offer cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. Welcome to a galaxy far, far away. Here at the Cantina Podcast, we provide top-shelf service, including rumors, leaks, news, and reviews. Come in, order a Loman Ale, and remember, no droids allowed. Thank you guys so much for uh, joining us here on the uh, on the Genreverse Podcast Network for the Cantina. Today's our our uh, wrap up of of Obi Wan Kenobi. Something I'm I'm sure we're going to still be talk talking about for weeks, if if not months to come. But uh, we are of course at l lrmonline.com. Go there every day for all of your entertainment news, needs, and and opinions. Uh, subscribe to the Genreverse. Uh, YouTube channel, Genreverse Podcast Network on on YouTube. Uh, lots of great things there, and uh, and then of course all of our podcasts are wherever you get podcasts from. So if you're listening on on your favorite app, make sure you follow follow us there. Um, and uh, sponsored by the good folks over at Grow Generation. Uh, more about them a little bit later in in the episode. I'm Kyle Malone, joined as usual by Cam Clark, and thankfully hey. we've got the full crew today because Shockey's here. Yes, got to be here for the finale, <laughs> for the for the fin- for the finale. So, I the the whole theme of of this for for me has been, you know, is it worth what is everything worth what we get at at the end of this? Is the juice worth worth the squeeze? <laughs> as uh, what's his name said in in uh, uh, Girl Next Door. That was a fun fun movie back in the day, um, and you know without spoilers kind of you know tell me was everything worth this series and we'll we'll start with with mike <laughs> well okay so was everything worth this series i mean yeah i mean like the show the, the everything that we got the things that the ups and downs were they worth were they the worth end the result i think so i mean it's it's is it the the story that everyone was hoping for, or is it like you know? I think that the the some of the challenges that this story was going to have was that you had years upon years of people speculating, theorizing, stories being written, you know, canon, not canon, and you know, legends and stuff that of people, you know, theorizing what Kenobi was doing, you know, during the time between leaving Luke on Tatooine and then meeting back up with Luke as an older, you know, boy and stuff. And then, you know, there's definitely going to be plot holes. There's definitely things that, you know, you know, things that were said 30, 40 years ago that you try to honor and you try to keep in, in the same token, you know, of, of being all to connected togetherness, but it's, it's a challenging task. Um, but overall, I think so. Anytime I, I get, Star Wars that you get, you know, Ewan McGregor back as Obi Wan Kenobi, you know, Hayden Christensen is as small as I was. I'm really shocked as small um, as a part as he how had little. in this role. Yeah, how little he was shown. Um, you know, but uh, yeah, I, I think so. It gives us a little bit more details on, you know, the the 
time period of, you know, the empire gives us, you know, an opportunity to see Vader again, which is always good for me. You know, um, was it the, the story I was thinking in my head? No, but I, I took it as is and I enjoyed it. So yeah, I think it was worth it. What do you, what do you think, Cam? All the ups, downs, the, the, uh, story, the canon Somebody. elements. Just, just, right? <laughs> just, just, just gets over the line for me because I think that there was a lot of risks involved, and what I always say is for it to be worth that risk, it had to be really, really good, and I don't think it was really, really good, but it was just good enough and didn't break the canon just enough that it got by for me, and it's something that I could watch again despite its flaws. And I think with a little bit more time and attention to certain elements, <laughs> it could have, a lot of time. what is frustrating is that it could have been really, really yeah. good and it doesn't quite get there for me, despite having some great moments and there were some great moments in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. That that to me is... I've, I've often said I'd, I'd almost rather be uh disappointed or i'd rather be mad like it was just complete garbage than to be disappointed you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. i i would very often rather something just bomb completely than to have a, a bunch of ups and downs and and see the potential sequel trilogy and it just be you know disappointing and this really o- overall to me was disappointing like i have to go back and reevaluate everything now given the that the story is now complete and different writing issues that we touched touched on in previous mm-hmm. uh episodes yep. now make things look even even worse this episode by far the best thing that we we've seen from it but at the end of the day man they they really pushed a lot of of canon boundaries breaking them in some people's opinions and including mine. Others just believe that it's, you know, really tight bend. (laughs) But um, I, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I think there's elements of this show that you could have put in other shows. Leia, you know, we've, we've talked about agent Leia for, for like an Andor or even her own thing, but um, Vader and the inquisitors, they, you could definitely do some Jedi hunting stories and shows and and obi-wan i mean we we see the tease you know at the end for for potential things in in the future and that's a story that you know we'll talk about when we when we get to spoilers about where where that could go but at the end of the day at the end of the day when they try to put all of those in into the same thing it it just it didn't it didn't work it didn't work and and to me no i i i could watch the last episode or you know snippets from other other episodes but i don't think i'll ever watch this entire thing again it's it's going to go the the way of the prequels and sequels for me i just huh. i just didn't i wonder I didn't if feel... you, you'll change your mind after a while and and watch it again as one complete because i think one of the yeah. things with this show is that it almost feels like you should watch it as one big six hour so it wouldn't even be six hours yes. but five hour movie it kind of really feels like that more than most of these streaming shows do. And I think apart from... because it used to be a movie. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, clearly... Drastically a lot of the, 
drastically I think different. a lot of what the good elements of this are seem to be the stuff that was added in, though. Um, so mm. I'm not going to complain too much about that. Um, I think that, yeah, if, if you're watching it as a full thing, I think there's one or two moments that will still stand out and annoy me, but some of the other smaller things um, maybe wouldn't have caught my attention quite as much when I'm watching the full spectacle, if that makes sense. Yeah, it I know does. it's hard, hard to necessarily define that, but, you know. No, I get it. I get it. And, uh, you know, with that, why don't we go ahead and... One, Cam, and uh, we'll start with you, uh, an episode grade, and then we'll grade the, the series, and, and then we'll get into our spoilers and stuff. So what you got, Cam? Oh, sorry, episode so gra- what? Episode grade. Grade. So, For the episode, I mean, yeah? I, I give the, the episode uh, an A-, minus, and I think that's indicative of it being the finale. You know, mm-hmm. I think as an individual episode, maybe you could you could say it was, it was more than that, but... Um, because it is the finale of, of the series, I think, you know, some of the issues I'd had elsewhere kind of catch up with it at this point um, for me. So that that's why I went A minus and I went for the full series. Now, reviewing the whole overall thing, I've went for a B plus for, mm. for the whole series. So that's 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 not really a, an accurate aggregate of... Um, of the kind of scores I've given for the episodes up to date, but that's just looking at the whole thing together. I, I can see that. Shocky, what do you got for, for the episode, man? Uh, I gave it, a, I'll give it an A minus as well. Uh, I felt like it was a good wrap up to the series. I feel like that there were some things that I think they could have taken more risks on. Um, they didn't know. I think, it, you know, pretty much it's been safe uh, of a series. Um in the aspect of it being Disney and wanting to, you know, not go too dark and stuff, but yeah. Um, and so overall I was, you know, anytime you get lightsaber duels and stuff, I'm into it and stuff. And yeah. And some of the use of the force was pretty impressive and everything. And so, yeah. Um, a minus for me. And what about the series as, as a whole series as a whole? So I, I'm conflicted on it because I, without giving too, too much information i know that there's a lot more that was left out mm-hmm. um yeah and i know that like so the series has gone through multiple different iterations and rewrites and stuff and the pretty much the story that i was told is is the core of it was there there were some things though that they left off that i thought man like you it would have i don't know if it would have been it, like it would have boosted this series up, but I think it would have been like a a good, you know, uh, like just a, a nod back to some of the prequel stuff, a nod to some of the original trilogy stuff, but also to some of the darker things that they originally had in this series. I think Disney has gone a little too that soft, soft or, or, or but yeah, I, I think they they there's an opportunity to take risks, you know, and they didn't, and especially. I hope- I hope that there's a, a like a novelization of this. And I hope that <laughs> the story that I read, you know, yeah. and I, I know is in the novelization because I think it would give some more like I think adults would appreciate it more. I think it's like kind of the, the darker series, you know, darker version of Kenobi or some of that, you know. It, but yeah, um, series wise, I, I enjoyed it. 
it, um, I will go back and watch it from beginning to end now, like kind of like what AMC's doing. What is it today or tomorrow? They're doing the whole, um, five, you know, yeah. series or whatever, showing it at one time and stuff. Uh, once I, you know, have a, a day where I have a, you know, a couple hours, I'm going to sit down and watch it from beginning to end and see how that works out. Because the one thing I will criticize Disney plus on is this whole episodic thing every week. It, I get it, you know, from a, a marketing standpoint, you keep not everything your works that way, but it doesn't work yeah. that way. So, you know, you, you got to film things it you just for, need a for that binge watch, you know, some yeah. things you need. A, That's what I was uh, going to say. Actually, that like uh, one of the options I wish they would give you, especially for this show, is the ability to actually cut out all the credits and just watch right. it, especially watch when it's it one want. director where it's, you know, it's, it's one crew that's filmed this this Correct. entire series. So you've, you've got the same really... Um, credits at the very end. They could just update the credits to include everyone from the whole series at the end so that everybody gets their... and just give us an edit of the... Correct. That yep. would really be appreciated and it would make me go back and, and definitely kind of watch it that way just to, just to see how it plays, for sure. Yeah, because, so I what, mean, if you think about it, you're not going to get... You, we may get a season two out of this with Kenobi, you know... I think to we will. Um, it's open. It's open for it. But yeah, if this was a if this was truly a, a one shot, you know, in a, in a limited series, you know, special event, then mm-hmm. just have it as one, you know, gigantic episode, or you know, or just binge watch it as one. Because I think that's what makes Stranger Things so good is that you can binge watch it. If I had to wait every week for an episode of Stranger Things, I would still enjoy it. But sitting there and going from you know knocking yeah. out yeah. two to three episodes at a time. And then, all right, the, come back the to it. The problem is the data, the data that they're going on in terms of how right. they oh, market yeah. these shows. And it just I doesn't support yeah. that. The more successful right. shows are the weekly ones, you know. Yeah. And, and they've got and I think with Mandalorian, and, and, yeah. for six weeks instead of one or two. Yeah, I think for Mando and all the other, you know, the Marvel shows, yes. I think this one, though, should have been released all as one. I agree. So what do you give the series grade? Shot series... Um, B B just I was gonna say B plus with B. Okay, well yeah. for for the episode, like I said, uh, after everything landed, I kind of reevaluated, and you know the the first and this episode are prob- probably the best, and I'd give them both just B B pluses. Um, Everything else, really, almost everything else, really starts dragging dragging down the score. There's a couple other uh, other bees in in there, but um, I appreciated the majority of the lightsaber duel. It was actually a pretty decent one. A couple things I'll nitpick at at, but uh, overall, well. Uh, and the stuff on on uh, the farm house was cool for the most part. So be. B plus and for a series with all of the the writing issues with all the uh, and not just no plot holes I mean just straight illogical bad writing episode three uh, um, it's a C minus it's it's not good at all for me um, really really disappointing so yeah it's the the definition of of mid these day these days so 
that's the grades, guys. And and please let us know what you you would uh, uh, grade it down below. Um, and for now, we're going to take a quick word from from our sponsors. Come back and get into some uh, spoiler territory. Grow Generation, where the pros go to grow. Grow Generation offers the best deals and discounts on the best grow products on the market. Grow Generation serves customers across the nation and carries a wide inventory of renowned cultivation brands. Go to www.growgeneration.com where the pros go to grow. And I managed to not cut cut it off early. Thank you guys so much for sponsoring the episode. Uh, appreciate it. Make sure you guys check check out Grow Generation in the in the link down down below. So, spoilers. Everything's op- open. Um, I don't start too often, so I'll go ahead and and mention a couple of things about the the lightsaber duel. And I guess we'll just start with the with the duel. Um, we can branch out from from there. Uh, one, uh, they managed to make it look pretty pretty epic. Uh, I love the use of force abilities de- during it. Uh, it's not just light lightsabers. Um, Whenever the blue is by itself, it's still very intense in this show versus like the uh, uh, whenever Ray's got the the Skywalker blade. Um, but, you know, that's editing, whatever. Uh, the only thing that I, I caught as soon as it happened and it was a little bit of, a little bit of anno- annoyance, but they kept it toned toned down was Vader spinning like, oh, my God, he does. <laughs> he's Vader in the suit. He doesn't need to fucking spin. Uh, and, but I was glad that it's only right there towards the be- beginning of it. It's a couple times they put them back to back again. Oh, remember the, this, remember that. And it's fine over overall. Um, the only thing I really don't, don't like is the, the way it wraps up. I, I was wondering, you know, how do they separate them? How do they break the, the fight up? And Obi-Wan saying, okay, I'm absolved. You killed Anakin. I'm just going to walk away and Vader to just let that happen. I don't know. I I felt I felt I needed like the Grand Inquisitor to step in with like a, a tie bombing raid to dis, to distract them or or something like that. Or I I okay. I'd argue I just I don't. I don't. I'm not saying that specifically. I just don't mm-hmm. see Obi Wan leaving him again. Uh, uh, you know, and we know, of course, he has to leave uh, leave him al- alive because of episode four. Well, like, but, yeah, right. the, yeah, but the methodology, the, like the, the why does it? Yeah, why that that to okay. me d- doesn't really let me present make sense. Put part of Obi Wan's journey in this show, his art, whether you like it or not, is absolving himself of the guilt of mm-hmm. of killing Anakin and making him turn to the dark side. You know, look, it was something that was his fault. You know. Um, he may reminisce and feel sad about it in a new hope, but it's a hopeful Obi Wan there that's you know that thinks he can help Luke, and and we're kind of part of that is Obi Wan first of all overcoming his fear of Vader that he's got, um, and then kind of realizing that really Anakin's done this to himself and Anakin is dead. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the way from his point of view, his friend is now dead. He talks about him in the past tense after that. Um, and this is just Darth that's left, you know, mm. a Sith Lord that he's got absolutely no care and time for. Um, and I think, you know, it's subtle that he just disregards him that way. I mean, killing him right there and then is not going to solve all the problems in the galaxy. It's just not. And I think Obi-Wan's wise to that, you know. Um, so so that would be my point of view. 
that that's what they that's what I think they wanted you to to think. But again, I'll, I'll point to the bad write, writing for this one. Uh, Obi Obi Wan doesn't know who he knows something about the Force and and Tatooine and and Luke. So Vader's still a threat to to Luke no matter what. Like I said, it's it's I know Vader has to live. It's it's why they the why and how the fight fight breaks up. Break and number up. two, number two, Vader was very well aware, may, maybe not of who the prisoner is at at this moment, but Vader was very well aware that that Obi Wan was chasing after someone that the Inquisitors captured. It wouldn't be that that hard to to check records, ask. I mean, the Grand Inquisitor is not not gonna, you know, protect Riva's Riva's behaviors. No. So now oh, Vader Vader would know yeah. would know that you know, hey, Obi Wan, this was really freaking important. This this girl Leia, and that goes back to why it what, was dangerous to do Leia do the way it? that they do. What's he no, I'm just saying no. He can't take action at this I point. Got, I I know they can't because they wrote themselves into a, a really no, shitty but I'm corner. <laughs> Politically, right? Because yeah. Senator Organa is an imperial well, senator, now, and now, to all intents and purposes, he's following the imperial line and older on. But it still, a, it still goes to the, the writing. It goes, it goes to the writing of Vader would have wanted to see why she was so important, and I guarantee you, if he found out who she she was, him and the Emperor would have would have acted on it again. Well, it goes to the writing. But and, and surely, is that not why the Emperor scenes there in the end, though, it, where the Emperor's basically saying, stop obsessing over Obi-Wan, yes, you're stop dead, obsessing and start over, doing what I'm telling you Obi-Wan. to do, because it's yep. not important, you mm-hmm. know, so so Vader's making a conscious kind of decision at that point that he needs to, yeah, just, you know, do what it's, he's it's such, it's such wonderful writing to to try to bookend your your changes that way, kind of like when when Obi Wan tells Leia, "Now remember, don't don't tell anybody about about us meeting." And that way, now you can say, "Oh, that's that's why she doesn't grieve grieve him at when uh, when he dies on on the Death Star. That's why she doesn't you know try to communicate or re- react in in any way. She was keeping the the secret even after obviously being rescued by some rebels and and realizing that they're trustworthy and that this this guy's torn up over the the death of a it's shitty writing and that's why it gets a that's why i got a c minus from from me because even them trying to book in that stuff none of it logically follows into a new a new hope it just it doesn't well with leia's character i mean she never really grieves over anyone even like when han dies she doesn't go console Chewie. She goes to to Ray, and the only person that she ever consoles or like, I guess, grieves over is when Ben, you know, or Kylo Ren dies or whatever and stuff. Like that. And she, but I mean, that's not Leia's character. It's because grieve. because so, she, no, like, she she wasn't written to grieve grieve him because she didn't know him. Like I said, this is a crappy way to try to say she was just pr- yeah. protecting the secret. Well, but protecting this, this it from all, who at that point? It doesn't make sense. The <laughs> same point that you had from episode one or two onwards, though, that, that Mike and I felt differently about that. It does bend the canon that, that Leia knew mm-hmm. Obi-Wan, but really it all goes back to that. If you can accept that and, that, you know, it does affect, you know, how you look at sort of a new hope yeah. differently. Um, there's, there's 100% and is it perfect? No, but... Bookending it it's isn't not really. It's good. not as if they're doing it. Bookending it by trying to kind of explain it away suddenly at that last last minute. I mean, I think that's what it already, sounded like to to me. 
Well, she's keeping the secret. Before, you know, that, and that's we why. either accept that or we no, don't, because... you know. I think it just makes sense that why would she be blabbering about, oh, yeah, you know, I remember when I got rescued by Obi-Wan Kenobi and telling all our pals about it. That, I mean, they don't even, they didn't even need to say it to, yeah. to me, to be honest. Because um, it was I, ne- never supposed accepted, to happen. I know, but once you've accepted <laughs> it, it's, it is slightly different. Why, sh- why should we accept it, shitty retcons, man? Why accept shitty ret- retcons? Like, that's I what I want to know. <laughs> some of the scenes between Leia and Obi-Wan were really good. You know, yeah. it really added um, a lot to to that linkage between the prequels and the, the old trilogy that wasn't really there before the way the prequels ended, you know? We didn't get that sort of sense. Um, I mean, there's the whole line that, you know, in Return of the Jedi, that doesn't make it, at least they didn't try to resolve that, um, mm-hmm. which was done by, when the George Lucas was still in charge and done by the prequels anyway, where Leia thinks she remembers her mother or remembers mm-hmm. images of her mother. Um, you know, I almost expected Obi-Wan to pull out a picture of right, uh, or, or, like, or do something like that and give Hologram. her some visions or whatever. And give so. her a vision of her mom or something like that just yeah. so that they could explain that away. And then I would have kind of been like, in mm, two minds, did they just right. fix that plot hole or did they just make it worse? I don't know. Um, because I think, you know, the Leia in Return of the Jedi would, wouldn't say, oh, just visions, really? She would say, well, actually, you know, when I met Obi-Wan, um, yeah, you showed me this vision. You know what I mean. But, just, and again, that that goes to work, even even but, George Lucas's awful retcons and canon destroying efforts of of writing in the I know, prequels. But I guess, but I guess that's what Star Wars is kind of always been. That always has been. You will have to reevaluate what you thought you knew. Right. Sometimes, um, there's. I mean, the way the Force works. I had in my head a canon of how the Force and the Dark Side works by what I saw and analyzed from the movies and then the prequels you'd add in that and change it and then the sequel trilogy would change it up again and you start to get a bit muddled of yeah. of kind of what your original interpretation was. So you know you either say right I just hate that anything that, that has any kind of contradiction at all in the OT I'm just not going to accept at all on any level or are you kind of you only call it the really, really bad ones and you can accept it where it's, it sometimes does happen. And, and I think in this case, it wasn't it wasn't as bad as, as for example, this, that Leia scene in Return of the Jedi from the prequels. Nothing is ever going to be as bad as Metachlorians or Midichlorians. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, that, that's like, that, I mean, That's awful. That was the, the, the worst decision Lucas I mean, ever I get made to explain. Why it was a way I get it too, to but yeah. Why is a... Anakin stronger than everybody else? How did they know that? And they thought, oh, yeah. we'll, we'll use this to explain it. And remember, <laughs> like, for a while there in the mid to late 80s, you know, the, the Clone Wars was originally like Jedi's being cloned and fighting against each other and stuff. And Palpatine, you know, or this the dark side using that. And then all of a sudden it flipped to being a clone army of just Jango Fett and stuff. And so <laughs> there was you know some well, the internet wasn't around I mean, back allegedly then, but, allegedly yeah. you'd say i don't think we can certainly say for for definite exactly what it was unless there's quotes that come from just, there's things he apparently told people about you know but who knows it's a it feels a lot like star wars now and not just after this show but for for a while really just it feels like comic books now where literally the 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 canon is so muddled from certain points of view 
that it's like, well, how did Captain America get his start? How did Iron Man yeah. get his, his start? How did Batman get it, get his start? Well, which, which continuity and all of that's I think frustrating that's, to me. That's what, especially go, go ahead. That, that's what Star Wars has been since 1999, really. You know, that, that's what it is. Now, it's yeah. not, it's not, we don't, we looked at those originals as, you know, classics. People talk about them in some, as some of the best movies ever made. They meant so, so much to people. They were, to me, a work of art as well as being just fun, you know, and they weren't perfect, but, well, set one arguably was almost perfect, I would say. Um, <laughs> And you know they were some they were on a higher level than all the other franchises. Star Wars was a level above. It isn't that, and it hasn't been that for a while. It's just a normal geeky franchise now. Do you know what I mean? And like all of them that do retcons and change things and have different adaptations, that's just what we're going to have to accept it as going forward. And it's a case of taking the good with the bad. Um, for me, anyway. Yeah, like I said, for for me, it's just also disappointing, and that that's worse than it just being a, a bomb. Um, yeah. Anyways, that that's kind of like my 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 biggest gripe for this ep- episode was only really the the breakup of the fight. I felt it was illogical. I know what they wanted to do do with it. I don't agree that it was the best, but um, what what do you want to talk about this episode? Spoilerish, Mike. I don't know, on it's something similar on your take on it. I think that the the Inquisitors were were underused. Uh, I would have liked to seen maybe the Grand Inquisitors, you know, start combat, you know, against Kenobi and then have Vader come in. Um, but that, that was just me. Uh, um, no, I mean, the no, I, I definitely and- agree that I would have liked to. So sorry to jump in. I would have liked oh, to yeah. seen. Kenobi fight an Inquisitor at some point. Yeah, defeat them 100%. Yeah, yeah, I think it was just underused. Like the fifth brother having Sun Kang in there, mm. it was very underused. Um, no, but uh, kind of you know, going over the, the episode, the the lightsaber battle between Vader and Kenobi pretty much gives us like that's the kind of what I envisioned that battle being. Now, how it broke yeah. up and everything, you know, but to. The way that those two, you know, went at each other now, yeah, I mean, Vader's spinning around and stuff. It's it's Vader, you know, it's choreographing that is, is a little bit um, is a little bit of a challenge. But you no, know, the seeing Kenobi go into the what is it, the Sorenso pose and stuff, and mm-hmm. and kind of the callback to that. But then how they are able to use it, like the Force and use the planet against each other. Like those were the, the you know two juggernauts going at each other. Um, it's what we wanted in in Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, you know, could have could have gone better. I think with Revenge of the Sith, if they went even that further, you know, route. Um, no, I, I just the the Reva arc at the end was interesting. You know, it was kind of mm-hmm. like you know tying it all together back to. You know, making the choice: do you, do you go down that path, and you know, for revenge, or do you, you know, uh, I just it's just weird how it ended and how she just kind of now is on her own. You know, um, it, it, I don't know, maybe if that's for another story to tell. Um, but yeah, it's uh, yeah. I know that the there is the 
not necessarily the plot hole or whatever, but like having Luke be unconscious while, mm -hmm. you know, seeing Reva with her lightsaber and stuff was, you know, a conscious decision so that he didn't know what a lightsaber looked like, you know? Yeah. So I yeah. Feel. yeah. Then, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. No. Um, also, does he ever, what, why, why did he never question why someone would come after him? It was Dane. It was a weird thing to have right, her yeah. get that close and involved. Well, they him. told him it yeah. was, um, yeah, that, that's what Raiders they, and stuff like that. yeah, that's what they, they yeah. told him, but it's still one of those. But he like, definitely sees her while he's on the cliff. Yeah. Like, while and, he's like, and he's, he's an inquisitive yeah, boy. The, so like I said, it's a dangerous yeah. thing. It's not, yeah. it's not the worst thing they did in the series, but it, it wasn't the best right, yeah. decision. It was good. The one thing, like, um, I was interested in is the, and this is just me being nitpicking kind of like with you guys is, um, the Vader ship, the Tidarian shuttle. Why did they use this custom tie? Because in Rebels and stuff, they, they they had that. You know, they Vader used his custom tie as his ship and stuff. His so advanced X one. Yeah, I. I just want to know why they that uh, Disney won't allow them to use the the Tie Fighters on Star Destroyers to chase down their their quarry. Like they don't chase the the yeah. big cruiser oh, yeah. or the little drop ship. They're just firing from from distance and and the the little littler ships, which generally in Star Wars are faster than the big ships. Generally, not all all the time. That's why Lucas was at least smart enough to put the Falcon in uh, the asteroid field for for that chase. Um, uh, uh, I like then, the you know, way both are like moving the slower, music but... was the same as the asteroid chase to begin. Yeah, the yeah. music was. But uh, I like you see it would have been more like the asteroid chase if they had, had some ties as well. You know. It, I mean, look, it goes it goes back to to Disney not knowing how to do chases from from the Last Jedi. I mean, Cam, you and I have said the the answer yeah. was from Battlestar thirty three. Yeah, that 100%. that episode yeah. is the is the answer for for the the chase in in the Last Jedi. And here, I'm literally just like, dude, you guys you guys have Tie Fighters on that ship. Send them after that. If your big ship can't reach it, the small ones can. And right. and that was frustrating. But anyways, go go ahead. <laughs> No, no, I, I was just going to say, like, I thought that there was an opportunity there to kind of harken back to Revenge of the Sith or at least, you know, or, or, you know Clone Wars, like uh, Vader being in his TIE fighter yeah. and Kenobi being in a, in a crew, like a starship, and they're chasing after each other and they're kind of, you know, mimicking each other, then land on the planet. Just, you know, a little quick, like, hey, you know, a little, get a little, because it is Star Wars, you know, a little yeah. star fighter action there and stuff. But, um, it's just like that. Like I said, I think that they Disney played it really safe. Um, they're they're trying to you know appease a, a general audience and stuff like that, not get too hardcore into you know the canon there and stuff, or like or just those little little flashbacks. Because I get like I know that with like Cad Bane book uh, book of Boba Fett, it was for some of the for the hardcore Star Wars fans. It was it was a great moment there to see Cad Bane in live action. For people who are just general fans or like who the hell is this guy type deal so you know um but yeah no i just think that there was just a, you know a couple things i would have done differently but that's just me um yeah but the the lightsaber battle between kenobi and kenobi invader that that to me i'll i'll watch that probably yeah i'd like to watch the duel over duel a couple again. over yeah. again and stuff like that and just you know appreciate that little nods here and there 
Yeah. Um, what do you think, Cam? Or what? What other thoughts do you, do you have about? I mean, stuff? <laughs> good or bad? I'm going to talk a lot about about what I think the, the show needed more of. I mean, I, I loved the the Vader fight. I thought it was great. I loved the the like the way once his mask was broken. Um, mm-hmm. It kind of looks like that's how he got that scar on the top of his yeah, head. Yeah, Lucas Jedi. forgot to Lucas forgot uh, to give it to him in in yeah. Seth. <laughs> so kind of fix that a little fix. Um, but I love the way that Hayden actually portrayed it. You know, there was a menace yeah. to him when he when he when he said, you know, like I did, and it's almost like you can see the eye color change. You know, the darkness in him, um, and the light kind of changes. That was shot really well, and the way that the voice changed from being kind of Hayden's to sometimes James L. Jones and, and kind of back They took that from Rebels. I mean, yeah, yeah, but yeah. When Ahsoka better faced, than that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it, 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 worked, it worked 100% better. So, you like, know, when you yeah. see that done in live action, I mean, I appreciate that, yeah, it, it's been done before, but it, it worked, you know, um, and it was, that was really, really cool. Um I kind of liked Owen and Baru. I thought Baru was a bit kick-ass. Like, she's never done anything apart from mm-hmm. pouring milk out before in the entire series to see her. Like, let's get the guns out and, and protect her home. You know, Owen, bring me my shotgun. That girl's <laughs> gonna... She's gonna get two red there. Just um, like Star Wars, though, everybody's a shitty cool. shot, though. Point yeah. blank range right there. Like, And they're setting up, like... And late, late laser blasts. I mean, they're they're pure energy, so they're they're not going to be affected. Con- contrary to showing arcing lasers in in outer space in the Last Jedi. God, Ryan Johnson, you suck at at ballistics and military stuff. Anyways, um, uh, these things wouldn't be affected by weather. Like you got to account for bullet rise and, and fall wind direction and speed speed when you're dealing with with physical projectiles. But man. Maybe that's Anyone. easier. Maybe it's the I fact need to that go they to are stop. so fast that they, you know, <laughs> maybe the planet, wait, wait a minute, maybe the Star Wars planets spin faster, but people maybe. are just more, more used to it because they're bigger and therefore the maybe. Coriolis effect is worse than because the laser <laughs> shoots straight so fast. You know, it's light, so it would go at light speed, I wish, presumably, that it's I wish so I quick had. that the target's already moved by the time you, you shoot. I, I wish I had the, the time and wherewithal to track down these these moments in podcasts because that'd be a perfect time to put like someone doing gymnastics and just have the phrase mental gymnastics on right. on screen. <laughs> you know, I'm only joking. Oh, you know, I know, I know. I know, but pe- people um, have to do a lot of mental gymnastics to make up for, for some things in Marvel and Star Wars these days. So yeah, there, there was a lot of good in this episode, but like when I look back at the series as a whole, you know, for example, Reva's art, which um, Mike talked about, I just didn't buy into it enough because they didn't give me enough early on with Reva. She was just this force on a mission. We didn't really, you kind of got this feeling that there was more to it. But I actually think they should have introduced her story from our point of view as the audience much earlier. Mm. You could still have Kenobi find out at the same time as he did. And his reaction to it can be genuine, but we as the audience know that actually, you know, this is somebody more interested in killing Darth Vader than she is actually catching Obi-Wan Kenobi. I think that would have really helped to like build her character up more yes. so that when she gets her art. Now, they could go into all that more in a Reva focused series. I think they could tell a story with that character, and I may yeah. like her better 
in a series where she is the main character. But I think she's just lost with all the big players that are in this. It's, you know, it's always going to be about Obi-Wan, Vader, you know, Leia, you know, this this is who it's, it's going to be about when you when you put those people in. And she kind of just gets lost as a main character, giving her more to do, more interaction with the other Inquisitors. Like Mike said, um, you know, we kind of never get to see Obi-Wan fight an, an Inquisitor, which is a shame because I want to see at some point that he's a skill level above them as right. well, you know, and that they're not good enough to kind of go against this somebody that was a former Jedi Master. After he's kind of got, got his mojo back, let's say, you know, you could that Sun Kang come in and, and there could have been some reason why Obi-Wan doesn't kill him, you know, um, and, and to, so that he's still there, you know, for canon purposes later on or or the Grand Inquisitor, if you like, um, would maybe even have been better little things like that would have helped sell this this whole series more for me um i also think hayden was underused ultimately yeah. if you're going to bring him back the flashbacks were kind of cool apart from the de-aging being maybe a slight bit funky <laughs> but i liked them but i think again it could have been resolved by doing more with it i'll, I'll give you this for example an example at the beginning of this show we see an obi-wan who's kind of broken and who believes that he's left his friend to die. What about Obi-Wan's, like, seeing Anakin and speaking to him? Like, almost like, but not a force ghost because there'd be no blue tint to it, but clearly like a it's a mem- vision in memory. his head. Yeah, and almost that's there, you know, like when he has these quiet moments where he's speaking to Anakin in his head. Um, and it, it could even be Anakin looking like he does now because in Obi-Wan's head, we know it's not real. It's not a forced vision mm-hmm. of something that's really happened. Yeah. It's in his own head and what he's imagining. So it could just be him as what Anakin would look like at that age. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely fine. Uh, and then up to the point where he discovers that that Vader is alive and is Anakin and then it kind of stops at that point and that's where his mind kind of starts focusing in a different way from that point on. That would have got much more use out of Hayden for me and, and, and been a lot cooler. So lots of little lost, missed opportunities, little problems in the writing that they didn't resolve ultimately, which we spoke about, especially at the end in episode four, episode three, sorry, which just but everything else that we see in the show just does not make any sense. I also, by the way, thought of a, a, a much better way of doing that because um, I couldn't think of it. At first, we had said um, that the way they should have done it is have it be Vader's plan. But that doesn't work with this episode because when Vader has... the next episodes. <laughs> no, because when Vader chooses, you know, the target Obi-Wan he's going over, for, it's yeah. Obi-Wan, you know. Um, so I was... Tra- I think, oh, it's another way that they could do that. And I thought about it, why not just have, um, he puts out the fire and he walks over with all the sort of stormtroopers and then Tala shoots the thing and reactivates the flame so it actually bursts up while Vader and the stormtroopers oh, yeah. are inside it. They're all like, Aah! and Vader's it freak, cloak catches freak Vader fire. Out. It would yeah. freak them out a little bit, it would distract them. Meanwhile, the loader starts pulling away. Vader steps out the other end, do you know what I mean, or something like that puts out the flames and by that point they're away on a speeder bike you know or something like that that she had sitting by that that's all it needed you know it fixed that that moment and um and without that it's it's like a big gaping plot hole for me for sure that definitely lowers the kind of um the score for the overall series yeah that that whole thing i mean shocking now now having seen the whole series i have to ask you about that as as well 
In episode three, everyone was like, Vader let him get away, so that way he could face the, the real Kenobi. But then in episodes four and five, he's pissed whenever Vader escapes. There's never an inclination that he just let him get, a, get away. So right. it really is. In episode three, he's like, oh, damn. There's fire there. Even though I can rip a, a starship from from the sky right. and, and no, crash a mountain on down on yeah. people, is that not just the like the epitome of, hey hey Janet, lazy writing? And that's a Breaking Geek Radio reference. Uh, apparently, uh, Janet Janet hates it to say some, something is lazy writing, but that right there, that's that. I don't even know if it's lazy. That's just bad. <laughs> well, is, do you know what it is? It's because if somebody like me can think, right, okay, I've got a problem to solve. In three minutes, it took me three minutes, exactly from when I typed on our, our kind of Discord chat. Mm-hmm. Uh, that Our previous explanation for this doesn't work now. I'd need to think of yeah. something else. Three minutes later, I had that idea. Now that's surely, you know, I'm not a professional writer. Um, if I can come up with that idea so quickly, for me, the whole thing needed another pass at the script yeah. stage. Needed to somebody to sit and go through it and say, oh, you got a problem here. Why not just, just connect the dots, fix a few things. And also a good director, and I, I'm not wanting to kind of demean Deborah Chow because maybe this is not what where her experience is lacking possibly, right? The composition of the shots that she put in place, I didn't have any issue with. Like the way that jewel was shot at the end, the Vader shots, the voice, that, that's all good direction. But what I think this series needed is a director that sees something when it's filming and goes, okay, this doesn't work on, mm-hmm. on the screen like it worked on paper. So we need to just change those little yeah. things around about where we are shooting. Somebody yeah. like, something like Spielberg would pick that up and the script would just get modified slightly. Whether you've got the writer's own hand to say, right, this doesn't work, rewrite this, make it better. And it felt like that that's what was missing from Obi-Wan Kenobi for me, just that experienced person to, to kind of pull all that together and fix all the little problems. I, I agree. Uh, kind of cut you off there, Mike. What what do you think oh, about see, seeing that? Yeah, story now, element? yeah, now that the whole series is like complete and stuff. Yeah, the that scene right there <laughs> is, is lazy writing or just a hey, we need a quick way to get him out of here. What can we do? Well, let's blow, like, let's bring fire back into it and stuff. And so, mm. um, yeah. It, it doesn't. It doesn't that, make sense. You're, that's what you're, Joe, you're, Joe, Yeah, that's what Joby Harold or or uh, Chow will say. That it. Oh, when he saw the fire, even though he lit fire, the the fire made yeah. him. Yeah. yeah. There's no way to write write around it. The way they Wrap filmed him it. in the fire. Uh, yeah. yeah like Cam said, I but believe it. Not but, the way that. You know, not the way they wrote not it. Not when and we know he can it. just calmly put it out at any point with the force because he just did it two minutes yeah. before yeah. that. that um, that's the problem. And my, lazy writing, you're right. Yeah, my last little like prompt, uh, you know, Hayden Christensen, a lot of people really wanted to see him. I, I know, and I know some will not admit it, but even most people can see that people project Clone Wars Anakin onto prequel Anakin. Uh, they, they project all of that onto Hayden and that's not the the case. We got Hayden in episodes two and three, and and now this. And uh, one of my biggest questions going in into the series before we knew how little or how much he would he would be in it is, 
what about his acting? Because there's nothing I've ever seen him in where he he was a good actor, you know, you know, um, and here it really it was the exact same performance as as the prequels. Uh, do you what, what, what specifically are you referring oh, his, to? Like his, the, well, the flashback, but both the flashback and it... and even in in the uh, in the um, this final you mean episode in the, with the broken mask there. Yeah, e- even there, I thought his that was quite good. His, I thought he got the... his his and again, and that's what I was going to ask you guys is if he was trying to make sure he main maintained because we're not really getting any any moments for for him to to show off anything grand his voice is overlaid with a bunch of computer stuff so you can't you can't always you know it, i'm not knocking it i'm i'm asking you guys it everything he did sounded very mu- much just like the the prequels do you think that was him just trying to mask that or do you think that's really just just him yeah i thought it sounded more how Darth Vader talks now. Yeah, kind of. Well, they got bit. stuff over his voice. Yeah, you know, but the so, yeah, way goes... that he uses the words is mm-hmm. different from that kind of free talk. You know, Vader. That's mm-hmm. one of the things that Vader doesn't really talk like Anakin Skywalker. It would be a bit right. strange to have a character kind of talk the way Darth Vader talks and not be like that menacing type of character. Weirdly, but I guess that's the dark side for you. But. Uh, but you know, he talked more like a villain rather than mm-hmm. Anakin. Whereas in Revenge of the Sith, it kind of felt weird when he was like, you know, you underestimate my power. Powers, you know. Yeah, and I mean, it didn't don't quite, make me destroy uh, you. Don't make me destroy you, master. That, you know, yeah, I mean, it's I, bad writing. No, but... no, that's not bad writing. Well, I don't think Anakin kinda, is that character. I'm not I maybe doing. Yeah. Yeah. The, no, the no, the, the lines thing, are but... the lines are. Are that's better. what I'm that, saying, that, that, and that, I wasn't talking about yeah. the writing here. I was just talking about no. about his his but, yeah, delivery. Yeah, ultimately, I think he did flows. a better job, and I think I'm glad okay. to see him back. I don't think it was a redemption for him because he really no. wasn't in it enough, and I would like to see him challenge yeah. it more, push that more, and and go into it because this was the last chance you've got to do that. Seeing more of Hayden, and I, like they talked about like a Darth Vader series, and I wrote about this earlier. I would love to see a Darth Vader series done right. But it really doesn't need Hayden Christensen in yeah, any way right whatsoever for a Darth Vader series, apart from a couple of scenes when he's in and out of back to tank. That's it. So we get a, we, we're going to get another shot with Hayden Christensen in the Ahsoka series. Yeah. Um, and I think that's <sighs> when you're going to see more Hayden, like, Hayden as a, maybe as a force ghost. Well, you that's know, the only so, one that I would like um, to see because see if it's all flashbacks to something to do with time travel and Vader and all oh, that. All right. so, well, we're not going to... That, that's for another <gasps> podcast episode. You see, now you just... <laughs> but so to go back to our, our point there is that um, I, I agree. I think that Hayden was underutilized in, in this series, especially for this being built up for two years and, and having him come back after all this time and all the... The his own personal arc, you know, from mm-hmm. doing, you know, the, you know, the the prequels to the amount of animosity that was towards him early on from, you know, from certain Star Wars fans, and then all of a sudden this like animosity turns into love for him, and now he's coming to Star Wars celebrations and taking pictures and you know signing autographs, and it feels like his journey is you know has come full circle, and so it would have been nice to see more of him in there even if it was even if it was him in his vader uh like 
design or whatever, like, you know, in his meditation chamber, you know, and with the helmet off and seeing him talk that way. Um, but I think that like, to your point is um, with the last episode and seeing him as Vader or, you know, the helmet scene, you know, it, it parallels to the episode in Rebels when Ahsoka confronts Vader and you see there's that slight moment when she actually, you know, hits, gets him on the helmet as well and sees his eyes and, and he goes, you know, you hear, I can't think of the actor's name uh, who voiced him in the Clone Wars. You hear his voice and it's very calm. And then, you know, you see the eyes go from, you know, to Matt Lanter, is it not? I think so. Yeah, it's I'm Matt trying something. trying to look it up. Matt something. But you hear his voice and you see the eyes are, you know, his normal, you know, colors. Lanter. Yep. Matt Lanter. Yep. Um, and it's very calm. It's very, you know, like, you, you know, he's saying Ahsoka, Ahsoka. And then, you know, then it goes into now, well, then you will die. And mm-hmm. in that transition from his voice to back to James Earl Jones voice, no, like you don't hear it, like that villainous type thing. The only thing that you really get is the voice changeover. And then his eyes go back to that yellow um, aspect of being the Sith. So I think that the, that was smart for them to do kind of parallel that because then that would have, you know, that gives you the kind of idea that, Anakin and Vader are two different people. They're they're not the same. And you know, yeah. when he says I, Vader, I killed him. It's almost like the, the Harvey Dent Two Face, you know, type uh, persona. You know, Two Face killed Harvey Dent himself. Mm-hmm. So I'm going there. The I didn't need um, a ton more flashbacks. It, it, like it didn't need to be like you know Clone Wars. I'm kind of happy now after all this and all the speculation. You know, we didn't get it. It, it kind of it works it doesn't work but um i think the the scene you know the jedi temple scene you know could have done a little bit more i know that killing younglings and stuff is not uh the best thing disney wants going on right now and stuff um you know but there's either kenobi you know having dreams and stuff like that and just the interaction between the two i think that that was a, a big time missed opportunity you only had really one scene were Hayden Christensen and Ewan McGregor together. And it's that flashback scene in the, um, you know, the Jedi I mean, training and stuff. That's it. And, you know. And it, it is a missed opportunity because when we, is there any of the three of us that think it would be a good idea to do an Obi-Wan Obi season two and have Vader and Obi-Wan meet again? Not, not Vader. Meet, the, not meet again. Anakin, but some sort of, but I don't even think you need, I, like they did that already with Yoda. And I don't see another six episodes from that, you know, because he's already he's he's confronted his 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 demons like a Vader and stuff, and and dealing with that. What are you gonna do there? Well, you know, so you could have him have to go to the Seth home world, you know, like Yoda had to, I suppose. But yeah, I guess that would that's be what a I was gonna say. Thing, but it could the, it could um, be that he starts doing something for Qui Gon. And gets caught up in something else, though you know something else while he's while he's doing his yeah. training. Yeah. So, the only problem is, is that now he's he's got a short shorter window now because now yeah in Rebels you have the episode where Maul is after him. He finds him, you know, using Ezra on Tatooine, and he's in and Kenobi has kind of become old man Kenobi, and and you know and. The only thing you could possibly do is something in that in that little window there is kind of like 
Yeah, it would need to be something you know, soon, I think, just not too long after yeah. the, the, the period that we're set now. Yeah, not, not well, that's, too long. That's what I was going to ask is, is you know, we, we did get uh, Qui-Gon there at the end, Mr. Uh, um, Neeson. Liam Neeson. Thank Liam you, Neeson. Liam Neeson uh, showed up, which was great. Sounded good, looked good. Every everything, so everyone please. expected. You know, I would only come back for a movie. I would only do, oh, do for, the, for the movie. Um, yeah. Uh, they they obviously leave it open to explore more Riva, and they leave it open to show more Kenobi. And you, Shaki, were one of the ones to originally point out the whole trials and and stuff of learning how to become a Force ghost. And now you're saying you you don't necessarily want that. Oh, I would do, uh, listen. I would take it. It's just that I think the way that this series ended, you know, what so one of the trials is, is facing, you know, the is facing the fear of what you, what you've lost. And so for Kenobi, the, the thing that he lost was was Anakin, you know, and, mm-hmm. and stuff. And that seems like that's taken care of. He's he's at peace now with that. Like he knows. Yep. So the only thing so I how can much think else? of is Satine is his love that he left behind and stuff like do you really if you're going down that path then you you got to be committed to you know those those things that happen in in the Clone Wars animated series and stuff and do you really want to see all that and so listen I would take it if you and McGregor signed on and you know and go for it now what I would say is you need Dave Filoni to run that show the like not just anybody because if you're going into, you know, the specifics of the force or the specifics of like kind of the, the, you know, those type of parts of Kenobi's life, you need somebody who knows Star Wars inside and out, knows the timeline very well. Because then, yeah, I mean, we keep is, on. I mean, Filoni's helped by Lucas's permission <clears throat> or knowledge, helped define yeah. what the force is in the canon as well. Yeah, so. Yeah. You can't have Pablo take over because Pablo's horrible. I have better knowledge of Cannon's, Star Wars than Pablo. Canon is whatever it need, needs no, to hell be. It's no. what, what, whatever direction I follow. Listen, I get like I, I understand you, Kyle, and having your you know your issues with it and stuff with the series and and keeping you know changing canon here and stuff, or like you know, but I'm okay with bending it and stuff. But the way that Pablo just says, "No, oh, we can do whatever we want," it's you know, ah, you know. You do that, you're gonna lose fans. So. Yeah. Um. So, the emperor, we we saw him. You know, what's his yeah. name? Pop, McDerm- McDermott. Yeah. Pop, 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 Palpatine popped Pop, up, Palpatine. and it looked looked good overall. Yeah. The eyes. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I think they were trying to make him look a little young, younger, maybe yeah. or something. But the eyes were were off, looked, and I'm not sure if that's Ian's face more, having changed or. He looked more. OT than he has in anything else. Exactly. But that, exactly. that being a hologram as well kind yes. of thing helps with that, I think. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there's another opportunity uh, in a few months for, for him to show up again, which, you know, with, with Andor, which yeah. most of us have figured wouldn't be a, a bad thing, although I did no. say, and I still agree, I didn't really care care to see him, even though there's no, you know, bad writing he exists he's a lot alive it's just man you guys really just screwed up it with rise of skywalker and, and bringing yeah. him, him back yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that, that, I, I, that I just that. don't want to see but it I don't you mind, know i don't mind seeing yeah. him 
when he was in a correct when time he period. was supposed to like right. in this time period. I, uh, I agree. Especially just, when Vader's involved. I mean, he's going to right. be communicating with Vader all the time. I'm, and, I'm not against you know. against yeah. that. I'm just saying that that it sucks because mm. Rise ruined it to where you just you don't mm. want it. Like even when it makes sense and it's good and it's f- fine, you're just like eh, I don't want it because because we. Because no. you know that it just comes <laughs> somehow Palpatine returns from nowhere. Here's what I didn't understand with this, though, is that if the Inquisitors and Vader and stuff with Palpatine are all out there to find, like, the goal is is to find Force-sensitive users and basically kill them or convert them into more Inquisitors and stuff like that, wouldn't Obi-Wan Kenobi, though, be the, like, the one you'd want to go after? I didn't understand Palpatine yeah. in, that, in that aspect of it is, like, you know... I, like order 66 to me is the worst hit job in the world because the more it keeps like it keeps coming out is like the more survivors there are than people dead it seems like the jedi who died in order 66 like were horrible jedi or like yeah you know, i think like, what you've a, got to remember the lowest was, of I think the jedi, jedi. The way that the dark side is is engulfed the galaxy at the moment and how much power he has and he doesn't see any real threats and he doesn't see Obi-Wan as a threat because Obi-Wan isn't really a threat to him. Um, Obi-Wan's dead. I don't know, after this, you see that... If I'm member of Palpatine and I see that my apprentice got his ass kicked twice by uh, the same guy by the same guy I, I might be getting on a plane and finding out and, where the hell this guy is and and, and palps yeah, but, lost his first apprentice to right? obi-wan as well you know yeah, I, mean, I, mean, come, come I mean or not let's, his first yeah, but I mean, well, yeah. you know they, they they'll call him obi-wan sith killer for nothing in the fandom <laughs> do you know what i mean that guy likes yeah. to kill sith um, so, so maybe it's Palpatine know. just saying let's let's leave this guy alone dude it's like i'm over three with him so let's just I, let him go I don't know for certain, but I I have read in some of the uh, new books and some of the new novels. They've made him. They've made Palpatine not the 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 best leader. Like he's got oh, he's additional horrible. additional horrible. people that are covering his ass, and I don't really necessarily like like that. Um, I I don't know the the EU empire was feared they were yes. ruthless they were bad guys i yes. mean you had sexism and and racism and and they were they were awful awful be- beings and they weren't dumb i mean you think of thrawn you think of uh Isurge, you, you think of dala you, you think of of um paleon you think of jag fell um like so many of a good of them, leader chooses the right people to get what they want, and like exactly, exactly. So he can't do what he wants. So, so you you can't be that that awful of a, a leader and have things run as relatively smoothly for the within the empire until the rebellion starts making making cracks in it. I, I don't know, and I haven't read them, so I, I don't know full, full context. I would guess but, just that Palpatine, yeah. the way he sees it, as the Jedi are fleeing. They're hiding. They keep hiding somewhere else. Eventually, they keep catching remnants and drags of them, and mm-hmm. they don't. They're not really organized in any way, and none of them are powerful enough to come mm-hmm. against him and Vader anyway. So you know what are they going to mm-hmm. do? Um, yeah. And I think that works because how Luke Skywalker changes that for him once he knows. You know, he feels there's a change in the force ultimately that is strong enough that Palpatine feels it once Luke starts kind of properly training in the force. Um, mm. uh, he feels it from afar, even though Vader 
hasn't told him about Luke at this point, you know, that he's actually coming to Vader with the information. Um, and I think that tells that's why he ding 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 dings on on Palpatine's threat meter, whereas Obi Wan doesn't. You know, I think for whatever uh, reason, you you're leaving his his you're leaving his teacher or whatever you know his, his you know Jedi Master alive. His Padawan is alive. And that you know gets exposed in, in Star Wars Rebels and stuff like that. I mean. If I'm Emperor Palpatine, I'm doing everything I can to go after those two. I'm sending my entire fleet. I'm pinning them down on Tatooine, and I'm using the Death Star to blow them up. And like, you know, <laughs> well, to, just say, to just say, to just say, you know, let him go. What's your What's your focus on me yeah. or him? You know, what I, they should have me, done was have something where when Obi Wan leaves the planet, I just needed a few extra scenes. The Star Destroyers like give chase and. And like they, they think like he goes inside something, they think they've blew it up, Obi-Wan's hiding, you know, gets away, you know, something like that where he tricks them and there's that conceivable where Vader's like, did he die or did he leave? Well, it would have been really badass. And now that you mm. mentioned that, it's like have Vader and, and Kenobi fighting on that planet and then all of a sudden the Death Star just shows up out of hyperdrive. Vader runs to his, his um, you know, his starfighter gets out of there. And they, you know, shoot at it, and you see Kenobi racing away and thinking that, you know, they got him and stuff. That would have been badass. Palpatine I mean, but the Death fire, Star's you know. not um, built by this point yet because this is before Rogue. Well, One, didn't they so have the laser? Bit... No, but then, or what was it? The cannon. You're, you're thinking e. You're thinking you and oh, Rogue yeah. One, they, they, they've, they've talked about like the, how they go through testing, and remember they need to get what's his name back. Um, when Jin's just young, to kind of fin yeah. finish it off, and Jin would be, I don't know, All right, well, maybe blow it up with a bunch of to... star destroyers and stuff. Like that. Have a bunch of yeah, star destroyers. She, she'd be close to Orbital bombardment. Orbital yeah. bombardment. At this point, so she'd just be a little girl, kind of still at that. Tie bombers and stuff. Yeah, or orbital bomb. Orbital but you know, there's there's something they could they could have done which might make them doubt whether or, and we see a, a last final bit of cunning from Obi Wan to get away or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Um, that that would have worked. And I like it's a kind of Star Wars cliche. You know, somebody thinks they're blown up and they they, they sneak away somewhere <laughs> yeah. else. But but sometimes those cliches work because you're dealing with this big galaxy and you can never you can't search a whole galaxy and you can never know for certain, you know. So yeah. something like that where Vader looks for a minute and then just kinda walks away no knowing whether he's survived or not. And then you could have the Emperor saying, you know, uh, you know, Vader saying like what if he's still alive? We need to keep hunting and then the Emperor saying, you know, no, we're gonna focus on what needs to be focused on next, yeah. which is not what we want can all be. I guess. Well, yeah, uh, we'll go ahead and uh, leave it there, guys, for for this uh, uh, review, and and we'll be back on our our regular uh, news coverage uh, starting next week. Um, probably go back to to Fridays for for release of the episode, but we'll we'll see what what shakes what shakes loose. You guys can keep up up to date with this show and more as well as uh inter interviews, news pieces, uh opinions, re uh reviews, inter interviews with celebrities all all at lrmonline.com. Um all of the podcasts are also available uh there here on the right right hand side and uh each one gets a little news story as as they go uh right up as they as they go up. Uh follow us on your favorite um 
uh, podcast apps, Google, Spotify, Apple, any any of those great shows like Anim- Anime Versal Reviews podcast. We've got one episode of, of Spy Family left uh, next week. And then uh, we've got Mar- Marvel Multiverse Mayhem doing Miss Marvel, which has been uh, surprisingly good. Have either of you guys seen seen Miss Marvel? Not yet. Yeah, I've watched... Um... Two and a half episodes. I haven't finished watching the it's, one today yet. So I'm not I calling think. it gr- great, but it's better than what you thought. Thought, right? It's alright. It's watchable. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. turn your brain off watchable stuff. I would say. It's. I. I wouldn't say. I. Yeah. It's. It's better than I thought. It's very. Very. No. Uh. Homecoming ish. Spider Man Homecoming ish. Yeah. It has that same feel. Feel to it. Um. And then. Uh. Breaking Geek. Breaking Geek Radio. The podcast. Uh. They are. Got a bunch of moving pieces, so I don't know how many will be on the this week. But uh, yeah, they they do uh, weekly news and and uh, movie reviews usually every every week. They got a movie or or two to talk talk about. All of those go up on our YouTube channel. Please hit the red sub- subscribe button. Uh, and I also do the uh, genre shot trailer reactions uh, on on the YouTube channel. So yeah, uh, Shocky, you want to say anything? Um, let's see what we got. Andor next, and so mm-hmm. let's get ready for that one. I think we're gonna enjoy that one more. I hope than this so. one because it's I we don't have so. to worry about canon. We don't have to worry about it's just you know it's 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 well, a new not story. Too much, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. it's a. It, I think that's why I enjoy you know like you know things like the Bad Batch a little bit more and stuff now. So because we're going in a different direction. It's kind of like Kyle said. Let's let's go on to some new stories and get you know. Get out of the the whole Skywalker timeline era. So, yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, Cam, anything you want to put put out? No, no, I'm good. I'm all good. All right, then, guys, you you know the deal. Um, we'll talk to you next week, and may the force be with you. Redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.